Welcome to the Rural Futures Institute at the University of Nebraska. I'm Chuck Schroeder, I'm Executive Director of the Institute, and this is our weekly engagement with change makers in rural that we call Catch Up with Chuck. I'm joined today by two really outstanding undergraduate students at the University of Nebraska who are engaged in a great adventure that we sponsor each year at the Rural Futures Institute called our Rural Service Ship Program. So, uh, we're excited to have them here. We have Raghav Kidabi, 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 and um, Tyan Boyer. And you're gonna get to know them a little bit better as well as uh, their plans for the summer. So guys, before we get into the nuts and bolts of the Rural Service Ship Program, I wanna give our audience an opportunity to get to know each of you. You come from very different backgrounds to this uh, mission you're on this summer, and I think folks will like to know that. So, Raghav, I'm gonna start with you. I want you to tell our folks a little bit about your background, your upbringing, family, any of those things that you'd like to talk about that bring you to the University of Nebraska and uh, a little bit of that mission. Absolutely. Uh, firstly, thank you for having me here, Chuck. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, to start off with, you know, I, I grew up in a city uh, of about 7 million people. So uh, Chennai is the city. Uh, it's in the southeastern coast of India. A lot of coconut trees. Uh, we have the longest coastline in the world, natural coastline. Uh, but again, my parents, you know, were very different people from the start. You know, my mom was from a rural town. Uh, my dad was, you know, very much from the cities. And, you know, from when I was a child, I was able to experience the differences between how they even interact with each other and then how they interact sure. with me. And I'm like, wow, how are they so very different? And of course that had something to do with their upbringing as well, right? And, you know, that and being able to travel along with them, uh, honestly had, had exposed me to diverse opinions and, you know, gave me a unique perspective of looking at the world. Uh, which, you know, right now, that has probably defined my life more than anything else, traveling, meeting new people, uh, getting to know them better, uh, and just, just trying to see how better I can impact their life and how these new, these new people can impact potentially my life. Sure. Uh, and that started off again with my parents and them being different yeah, and yeah. such stuff. Well, that foundation is going gonna, is gonna to guide you your whole life, I just will tell you. So Absolutely. Uh, I think that's, I, that's important to know. Absolutely. So, Tyan, you're not new to the Rural Futures Institute or the Rural Service Ship Program, but you're new to our audience, so I'm going to ask you the same question to let them know a little bit about your background and upbringing and what brought you to the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Sure. Yeah, thank you very much for having me as well, Chuck. Um, so I'm from Plainview, Nebraska. Uh, it's a small town of about 1,200 people um, in northeast Nebraska. Um, I have two parents that both came from rural backgrounds, um, two of the hardest working people that I've met in my life. I can't thank them enough for everything that they've given me in that aspect. Um, we, they're the type of people who don't, <laughs> I, I don't know how they get everything done in a day that they do. Um, so that's very inspiring for myself to have two uh, role models in my house like that. Um, and that's honestly, that's kind of how I try to live my life is just nose to the grindstone, very hardworking, um, do what needs to be done in the time that needs to be done. Um, and that rural, that rural aspect is what really led me to UNK. Um, UNK is a small enough community, um, but that also provides those opportunities that a big city can provide. Wasn't too big, wasn't too small, it was just the right fit for me. Sure. 
Well, you've taken advantage of that yeah. and gotten involved in a variety of programs, including uh, the Rural Service Share Program. So I want to uh, have our audience understand a little bit about what you're doing. So for this summer, the two of you will be going with a teammate, teams of two, teams of three in, right. in your case. <laughs> you're changing all kinds of things. But going into a rural community to solve a problem, address an issue that has been identified by that community as a high priority. So indeed, you're going to be working with leaders and mentors in those communities. But the truth is, uh, you're expected to solve a problem to address an issue, uh, create a result uh, based upon your own resources and creativity and figuring that out. So this week we've had these guys involved uh, along with their, their colleagues that are going to a number of communities involved in some very intense training and preparation uh, for this experience because it is not a typical internship where you're simply going out to get some experience in a chosen field. Uh, you're actually going out to build leadership skills, build human relationship skills, problem solving skills, conflict resolution skills, community building capacity, um, all in a real world environment. And uh, over the last five years, uh, the Rural Futures Institute has placed 38 students in 19 communities. We've seen phenomenal outcomes not only for those communities where real issues have been addressed, but also for the students that have been uh, involved in that project. So, Ty, and I'm going to start with you. Uh, you and your partner, our partners, uh, actually are the first in history to go back a second year into a community and carry the project you started in 2017 uh, to a new level. So I want you to talk a little bit about uh, the project and your expectations for McCook. Sure. Um, so one of the things that, uh, the reason why we were brought here um, is really McCook has an issue right now uh, that we're trying to help solve in regards to childhood obesity. Um, As do many, many communities, right? Correct, correct, uh, both rural and urban. Right. Um, so what we developed along with our professors was a camp that kind of incorporated health and wellness, but also sustainability. So the camp's acronym is THETA, which stands for Teaching, Health, Exercise, Technology, and Aquaponics, which is where the sustainability factor comes in. Right. Um, the health and exercise portion, um, very obvious with childhood obesity, You're trying to get these kids out moving, um, educating them in regards to nutrition and just how much they can do as far as exercise um, goes. And then technology, just the way that the world's changing. I mean, we are constantly being pushed with more and more technology so these kids need to be able to adapt to that. Um, in aquaponics, I know it's kind of scary to say this, but we do have a food shortage. I mean, we have a continuously growing population, and they're expected, by, I believe it's 2050, to actually run out of food for this population. So what are the kind of things that we can do to help shape this younger generation so that we can prepare for these, these problems that are very real? Now, I know one of the things I've heard you say about the project this year is that you're going to incorporate parents uh, right. at least one day a week into the program. So we're kind of building a family connection uh, into these principles. Yes, that's right. Um, once a week, we're going to be bringing in the parents um, to teach them the same material that we're teaching their kids. Um, if you only have your child come home and your family's not really leading by the same example, they're not going to follow that principle. If we can really get with the parents and the children, start to formulate these family, families and start to shape them and with this mindset, uh, this, this futuristic mindset of 
um, how important health is, how important exercise is, how important what we put into our bodies is day to day. Um, we can really start to change family by family, community by community, and eventually grow this across the state. Sure. Okay, Raghav, this is it's going to be a whole new world. You're going to be a new guy in town, <laughs> yeah. uh, in Seward. You had the opportunity this week to uh, meet via Zoom, at least, uh, Jonathan Jank, who's been a great ally to the Rural Futures Institute uh, through a variety of activities. So tell a little bit about uh, the community you're going to and uh, what your projects are going to be. Absolutely. Uh, so I will be in Seward, Nebraska. Uh, and at least from what Jonathan had communicated with me, you know, I was able to realize that that the community by itself needs or requires a fresh outlook. Uh, although there are people moving into Seward uh, faster now than any time uh, in the past, like I'd say, decade, uh, it still seems like there are some gaps that need to be bridged. But it comes to the folks moving in, and you know, just stuff like, oh, where are we gonna live? Are there, you know, how are we gonna, are we gonna buy a house? Are we gonna rent a house? Are there landlords around? What? How do we find these people? Uh, how do we find a job? How are our employers, uh, you know, or is there a connected web of employers that can potentially help us out here and to be employed? So for, for those who move into the community, what are those first things, what are those things that are most important that we can set up to kind of streamline the processes involved uh, with a person moving to a new community, right? And a lot of the times, uh, I mean, not just in Seward, but anywhere, you know, wherever you go, you might run into problems where you're like, oh, how do I set up my utilities? How do I, where do I go for this particular thing? Because there isn't necessarily like a, uh, like a set up job board site or, or, like, uh, or like stuff that are like websites that can, can show you, hey, you can work here within Seward, Nebraska, or you can find a house or rent out here in Seward, Nebraska, or just places that, things that people need in order to even move to a community. So we are trying to market the community and also try to bring together stakeholders, uh, much like, again, employers, landlord, landlords, business owners, uh, and you know even the community, uh, the folks who, are, who want to make a change within community, bring right. those people together, see how we can uh, eventually help each other out in, in an effective, strategically planned manner. So without having luck play a role, plan it out and try and sure. get this uh, to work together. Dr. Lindsay Hastings uh, just spoke to you guys this morning, who is a Seward resident, and talked about the importance of community engagement as a key toward community development. So I know uh, one of the objectives that Jonathan and other community leaders in Seward have is creating what they call that stickiness. Absolutely. So when a, a young family moves there, um, they don't feel they're just planted on the face of the earth somewhere. They actually feel they become part of the community and, yeah. and have a role to play Absolutely. in that flow toward development of the community. So uh, I know you're going to have an interesting time. Seward is one of our poster child communities for a successful rural community that's thriving, uh, but does it on purpose. They have, they've worked for generations to make sure that uh, they're the kind of community where people want to live. So I know you're going to enjoy that engagement. Right? Yeah, looking forward to it, Chuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, uh, guys, we have always said that this is not a program for everyone. Um, it has some 
pretty big challenges. It takes genuine courage to go into a community uh, where you haven't lived where and work with people you've never met or don't know very well at least, work on a project that wasn't your choosing and be challenged to uh, come up with a solution that is not found in a textbook. Challenges your creativity, your courage, your leadership, and we think that's pretty cool. There are lots of adults, quite honestly, that would pass on that kind of challenge. So um, I'm, I'm just, I'm so proud of you for being willing to take that on. So I'd like to hear from you as to how you think this experience plays into your own life ambitions and goals. Tyan, you want to start? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, so I don't really have a place that I have in mind necessarily as, as far as the community goes to where I want to settle down in the future. Sure. Um, so this is going to be a great experience for me, a great opportunity to go and really give myself that experience without actually having to settle down there, right? right. So I get to go into a community where I'm not from, where nobody knows me, and just really just do it my own way without anybody really having any preconceived notions about me or anything like that and that's great i mean that's that's going to be how it's going to be in the future with sure. when my family and i decide to settle down wherever that may be if it's in chicago it'll be the same right, exactly yeah. right i'm gonna have to meet people i'm gonna have to know the the heavy hitters i'm gonna have to know the players in the community things like that if i want to get things done yep. um and then as far as a career goes um i'm looking to go into physical therapy um the direct problem solving application is absolutely right there there's a problem we have to set up a plan of action and we have to go step by step to hopefully relieve the pain, so to speak, um, sure. of the community. And that will be a direct application with our, my future patients. Sure. Well, I, as I talked about Seward, I have to say uh, the same about McCook. Here's a, Absolutely. Uh, I, I grew up uh, with McCook as really our trade center. And uh, so through the course of my life, I've watched those leaders in McCook through difficult times and prosperous times. Uh, always looking to make their community a special place and uh, I know they've appreciated you guys coming out there and the project you started last summer and so I'm just I'm proud of what you're doing so Raghav tell us how it fits for you uh, for me very much like what Tyne said you know this is again a novel experience uh, I'm going in to solve a problem and for me solving problems is something that I get intrinsically motivated for you know like it motivates me to want to get things done. Um, and that, again, you know, fulfills my you know, need for happiness or whatever you'd like to call fulfillment, sure. uh, for lack of a better word. Uh, so I want to go in there, uh, get things done, shun stereotypes. I want to help people, I guess, uh, develop the community into something that they have been wanting it to be for a while. Uh, and I want to be, again, the, the catalyst that can make uh, things happen. Uh, I might, those might be big words, but uh, this is uh, truly what I want to do, that I want to uh, pretty much make sure that our goals are uh, reached by the time that we're done with this uh, service ship program, and that, and that I can leave Seward feeling satisfied, uh, both intrinsically and extrinsically, and say, hey, uh, Jonathan, here's, here's something, here's some great work that we've done, uh, and I'm proud of what we've done working together. And working together along with uh, you know, stakeholders within the community, be it Jonathan or anybody else that we are introduced to, is also gonna be a great different experience for a student like myself. So sure. looking forward to it. Well, it, it is those big ambitions that uh, make life worthwhile and that will define 
the difference between you guys as leaders in communities and folks that are that are just along for the ride. So uh, I just have to tell you, uh, we at the Rural Futures Institute think you're a special cut of humanity uh, that's willing to go into a community and try to drive change. Uh, and by the way, when you improve those communities, you make life better for all of us on the planet. So we're very proud of what you're doing. We'll be intrigued to stay in touch with you, uh, not only this summer, but throughout the course of your careers. We think you're special. Anything you'd like to add? Uh, I'd just like to thank RFI for allowing me to do the servership again. Uh, it was a tremendous experience last year, and thank you guys for having me back, and thank you for having us here today, Chuck. Delighted. Pretty much the same. I'm very delighted to have this experience. Uh, to move move on forward, uh, see what's what's next in store for me uh, through RFI. So good deal. Well, listen, we want to invite you to stay in touch with the Rural Futures Institute through our website, through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, and all of those tools that you might choose to follow. Uh, we'll be back next week looking at real people and real places that demonstrate thriving rural communities are a worthwhile choice for good living. Thank you so much for joining us.